0: refreshes at the end okay all right welcome everybody yeah nope sorry i choked on my words right as i came Try out again. The gate. i'm gonna take a drink of water hang on false start false start
1: <laughs> Try again. Oh, everybody hydrate it's it's everybody important hydrate. to hydrate <clears throat>
0: Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Droughtland After Dark. Lightning crashing sounds. There's some awesome music going on right now, so everyone at home knows how cool that sounds. Um, We're running a small crew tonight. It's just me and Caleb coming at you with a couple of peeps from Applied Materials. A, uh, a podcast that we've actually mentioned before when we had Orpheus Protocol on here. We talked just a little bit, very briefly about um, applied materials. So uh, before we get into it, um, Caleb, you wanna say hey to everyone at home?
1: Well, uh, hey to everybody at home. Uh, me coming in hot into your ear waves again. Um, welcome to the party. You melted all my your I'm rest. glad to have you guys here. So hot. And yeah, I was listening earlier, so you guys are like, it's, I was hearing voices, and now I'm hearing them again. It's fantastic.
2: <laughs> it's amazing. Okay,
0: well, Perfect. on that note, let's toss to the applied materials crew, starting with what are you what do you called again in in um, in Orpheus Protocol? Are you the narrator or the DM or? Uh,
3: I am the narrator, the DM, the GM, whatever the people want to call me. They can call me whatever the hell they want. Uh, in uh, the most, in the most democratic. Rules,
2: just to plug the book a little bit, uh, you're called the director.
0: Director, that's right, that's right. I the the system we use has a bunch of different terms as well, so I just umbrellaed them all under narrator when we started doing Droughtland.
3: Yeah, I'm just starting to get into that. It's like a spaghetti western, but horror. I like it.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it, it gets pretty in, intense. So, but here we're here to talk yeah, about to you guys. <laughs> Uh, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, DJ, uh, real quickly and briefly, and then pass to your, uh, your people that you brought along. And then I have a couple questions, but it's pretty free form. So if anybody wants to jump in at any time, like feel free to, I know we are on a bit of a delay probably because we're actually all around the world right now, which brings up the first thing, DJ, you're in New Zealand. Is that right?
3: No, I'm in Singapore, buddy. You're I'm Singapore. not told, I'm yeah. not totally away around the world. Yeah, I'm I'm Chinese if that okay. makes any if that makes it any different. Yeah, but we, we have English as a first language here. It's fine. Uh I am DJ. I used to be a I assume they have Chinese people in New like Zealand yeah they have, they have Chinese people everywhere we're all around the world man. We I mean it's just a, it's is an assumption <laughs> people, is, people is China's biggest exports unfortunately fortunately um, unfortunately. I'm sorry I live in
0: an American house and I don't believe that's true
3: <laughs> if you look under most of your stuff you will probably say made in China <laughs> exactly exactly
0: okay sorry so go right. ahead you were saying you were saying
3: yeah yeah uh- yeah, but uh, my, uh, my name is DJ. I uh, used to be a practicing nurse of about two years until I got laid off. Okay. Uh, I've been in the creative space for well over a decade now. I used to make shitty gaming YouTube videos, and then I moved to Twitch. And uh, picking up tabletop role-playing game podcasts has come to me only recently, like in the last like five, six years. Orpheus Protocol was the okay. first show that I was ever uh well shown and i got addicted to it i decided to continue writing uh a campaign that i wanted to run it was in the form of like six little one shots that i just wanted to run for the fan community uh okay. way back when in like 2020 and that's just sort of blossomed in the into before times it's become a three-year project in the before times of covid yes yep <laughs> and uh, i i've been running apply materials for like what two years now it started it technically started recording in 2020 and then i uh i fin, i uh, started putting out ac- actual episodes in 2021 when the uh thereabouts yeah i was gonna say you guys are on I've, episodes I've like a- 85 right something like that yeah we're on episode 80 something now Uh, according to my according to my official like uploads list i have more (laughs) scheduled all the stuff that you have all the stuff that you see right now is not stuff that you see behind the scenes which means i've got like about six to seven more episodes actually scheduled oh nice nice yeah
0: that's the dream man I, i i i keep thinking i'm gonna get there i never never have quite gotten there the best i've gotten so far is two at any given time so who else you got with you
4: connor there, I didn't think you'd get to me first. Hi, I am uh, Connor uh, on the podcast. I play hey, Connor, uh, father Adam Clearwater. Uh, uh, there, sorry, I uh God, two years ago. I was, so, I was back in high school then. Wasn't I? Shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Youngest at Matt's podcast member. I still don't mm. know how I got in here. Uh, uh, it still shocks me. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> I've, I'm currently pursuing a uh, economics major at the University of Montana. And oh, oh, yeah I've just been a part of this podcast for uh, two years now. And it's been a wonderful time. So are it's you at the University Montana? of Montana? Yes.
1: Oh that's that's wild. A friend of mine just graduated from there uh the archaeology to program there.
4: Oh, congratulations. The, I think oh, they're
1: wow. I think they got the doctorate or I don't I'm not exactly I think they got the doctorate. That's
0: awesome. So you mind if I ask where are you originally from? Because obviously your accent is not from oh. Montana
4: oh uh His
2: accent Cal- doesn't
4: make sense anyway my accent, my accent doesn't make sense anyway uh i'm from california uh san francisco to be very reasonable okay this
3: okay. okay this i didn't know because i know i know connor's from california i just didn't know which part but now that i know you're from san francisco it's just yeah i'm from oakland
4: baby uh pvp the <laughs> enables you can tell <laughs> you can tell it's, it's
0: Oakland through and through
4: absolutely i
0: would I would yeah. say the zip code for whatever Oakland is, but
4: I don't know it It's okay. I'm not going to dox myself just yet <laughs> <laughs> Give it a little bit more time yeah that's that's my third podcast. Don't worry
1: about it. <laughs> slowly <laughs> doxing yourself over the course of 72 episodes
4: exactly
3: <laughs> revealing one number of a social security security number every episode
4: <laughs> your lucky <line laughs> number is two hey, today's you number know,
0: is that's five. how you build a devoted fan base i'm just saying okay so who is the last <laughs> member of this group rounding out our call today
2: yes so i'm chanel and uh in the game i play jesse Lale. um your a friendly neighborhood werewolf, um, oh, who's also a medium. And in real life, I am a insurance agent. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Oh, <wow. laughs> what? So I haven't gotten to episodes with Jesse yet. I just, so I didn't know you were a werewolf. That's super cool. I want to know a little bit more about everyone's Spoilers, characters. Bro. And since we took so long to get to... Uh, you, Chanel, why don't you go ahead and start with talking a little bit about your character um, on the show and like anything that you can tell us that's not a spoiler. This also is a rotating cast, so you guys aren't necessarily on every episode. So you come in on episode 11, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on what I was listening to uh, just today.
2: I'll be honest, I didn't know which episode I came in on. I've just been listening to it and I kind of (laughs) just zoomed through them. Oh,
0: I'm sure, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your character.
2: Okay. Uh Jesse, um actually, I can DJ, you didn't record any of our like original sessions where we were all on the planes, right?
4: No, I didn't. Oh, you did not in fact record the ta- uh, Terran skies. I did
3: not record <laughs> any of the Terran skies one shots. It was a mistake that I made when I because Ooh. I didn't think this would be a show. A lot yeah.
0: The lost yeah. early tapes.
4: Yeah, the places where everyone's characters were actually made and introduced and we were not informed we would be using them again for a podcast. (laughs) And if I had known, I would not have made my character look identical to Nicolas Cage. (laughs) But I did
2: like that
0: touch. Let's
4: be honest, Nicolas Cage would love your character.
0: It immediately made me think of Face Off.
4: That was actually... Yeah. That was what I stole from directly. I, I just looked at that gif of Nick Cage from Face Off screaming, and I went, I need to make this into <laughs> a character. And then I later learned that he also did Ghost Rider after I made him a fire vampire. Yeah. Beautiful. That's That'd
1: fantastic. Be a- so That's 120% that Nicholas Cage accepts that role. I'm sorry, I cut you off. My bad.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so, my character was originally on the plane and was told okay we're gonna go to japan that's fine it's on a plane and then all can i say hmm. what is your level of cursing
1: here because oh you're fucking fine oh just let them fly it's fine <laughs>
2: okay because all hell breaks loose and jesse is on a plane that is starting to if i remember correctly eat the passengers oh, oh that's sweet.
0: cool don't use the laboratories.
2: Well, the whole cabin's a mess, and um, because Jesse was one of the characters I came up with that was a a bit of a loose cannon, her way of dealing with the whole thing, if I remember correctly, was to throw a grenade inside of a plane. Oh. Hey,
0: that works for Bradford in World War Z. That's a solid plan.
2: It works. We did all land, but yeah, it (laughs) wasn't. there's a
0: surefire way to make an airplane land (laughs) if you call it that yes
2: uh so we ended up with our groups scattered between different situations and um i think i only kept one of my people that was on the plane with me when we actually get into the episode (laughs) dj started right out the back to just make his life difficult. Yeah. And he started with that many groups and Jim wow. decided to keep going.
3: Yeah, I started with oh, okay. six... Uh, I started with six groups of... No, five groups of three and one group of four. And I currently have... Uh, in Many. the main, on on the main story arcs and the main show, not counting side arcs, I think about eighteen people. Jesus,
4: uh. so that, scheduling yeah. is a fun endeavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah scheduling I would is a
3: fun nightmare that I have to go through, considering that I have to look through every single time zone known to man.
4: Yes, Look, and I keep telling you, you just need to get all the Europe people into the same general area and then I, use them into one flesh ball. It's simple.
3: I, <laughs> I should try that. It,
4: it can't even be that hard,
1: right? You just got to press really hard, just really yeah. squeeze. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's like it's like the it's like the bullet it's like the uh, the Japanese subway in the uh, in the morning oh, when yeah. everyone's going to work. You have those people that pack yeah. you in to the train like Poor sardines. Horrifying. <laughs>
0: Uh, So that break actually does bring up a question that I had, though, which is uh, with this huge, like multi international crew, how did you guys meet? Is this all just like online from online or what?
3: Oh, yeah, this is uh, I think pretty much everyone that I've pulled for apply materials has been in the fan community of the Orpheus Protocol for a while before I showed up. Because I think I showed up in the fan community in like what, 2020, 2019, around there ish. Okay, I was like completely new. And like, a completely inexperienced with all of these other fine people who were like, like, been in the community way longer than I have. So me running my first campaign with a bunch of these people is kind of the way I wanted to show my appreciation for the main show. And then I showed it off to Rob, and Rob was like, "You know what? That's pretty cool."
2: So I got into Orpheus in 2016, and. Honestly, for a little bit, Orpheus is kind of like the thing that kept me going because I was just starting a new career in teaching. Um, And as I said, I'm now an insurance agent. (laughs) (laughs) We know how uh, long that career went. Right. So the fan server came about around like a year or so later. And it's basically a space where we have been playing the game of Orpheus the entire time it's been around like since rob put out a set of rules on the website and the about section we have just been hacking away at this game and different ones of us run games and as new people show up we just kind of like yay new person glum. and that's what happened with dj (laughs) and that's what happened with connor and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. dj is the first of us that actually like got their podcast actually up and running in the real world and i am very proud of him for that because it's all about getting it done there's a bunch of recordings buried on the actual band site where you can listen to us puttering along with each new version of Orpheus, but like Mm -hmm. most of us have never turned it into anything Mm -hmm. so that was really cool
4: and some of us certainly are. I know you're definitely working on a project. With some people,
2: yeah. Well, we'll see where I actually get with that.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Anything
0: you want to talk about?
2: Uh, not today. This is focused on this. Okay.
0: No problem. Uh, whenever you guys are done, maybe we'll have to have you back on for whatever that mystery project is. That. Uh, yeah. But Connor, we didn't. We touched real briefly on Adam. Um, but why don't we get, talk a little bit about Adam, um, (laughs) sort of question, whatever isn't going to spoil too much for the new listeners. Um, Um,
4: I suppose I'll start with, uh, the terror in the skies and that whole process, uh, because I actually built a much different character than the one who actually hit the, uh, show so to speak. Okay. Um, uh, I originally decided to see if I. I just wanted to make a really big old meat boy, uh, just uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of that course, was funny. Uh, just a big old slab of meat walking around, uh, <laughs> stabbing people and uh, accidentally absorbing them into a screaming amalgam of the damned. Uh, Mm, horrifying. As you do. Unfortunately, um, I then learned that uh, one of the abilities I took did not actually let me walk through walls like I thought it did. Um, the mechanical misinformation there. So I respect entirely after a most of a uh, terror in the sky session spent in a time loop, spent repeatedly uh, finding new and inventive ways to disembowel myself of a sport in order to face the in order to avoid my inevitable death via water. Uh, Thank you, Shinto Spirits, for the eternal time loop I should have died in. (laughs) And I rebuilt to an occultist telekinetic, um, which isn't really a spoiler, uh, primarily focused on pyrokinesis. And um, being very haunted, As for my, as for Adam's uh, future, uh, I would have to say that um, without any spoilers, I would very much like to go into what exactly is, in fact, uh, you know, just kind of pulling in everything that dies near him, just into a kind of a hell mouse. That would be fun. Okay. How he processes that and anything he might learn about that particular thing. Or not
2: processes. You know how he's about five seconds away from falling apart again.
4: How did that is a different character. All of my characters are like that. I'll have you know. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> it's escapism because you're still perfectly put together in real life. Obviously.
4: Yes, as you can see here, I'm perfectly put together. <laughs> I oh, no those sunglasses. They're vision corrective. I have lost my actual glasses. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> Your vision corrective <laughs> sunglasses <laughs>
1: fantastic.
3: Yeah. You know, speaking of Nicolas Cage, that man has been in so much stuff lately. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: I just watched yeah. uh The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I fully recommend it if you haven't watched it. It's fantastic.
3: I haven't gotten he's, around to it yet.
0: Thought, so good.
3: Awesome. He's he's in Renfield. He's going to be in another film called Sympathy for the Devil. I've never watched a Nick Cage film. And never Oh, my he's gosh. oh never? See, you're never?
2: We, you just decided our next five movie nights on this panel. You know that, right? For face real? off. Huh? Face off.
3: Face off.
1: Oh, yes. off is so well, You good. have to see Face
4: Off. Wait, yeah, you like stole Nick from
1: Face Off
2: Reed.
4: and you didn't even watch it? No, <laughs> I only saw a single GIF and decided, no, no,
3: this
2: is perfect. <laughs> what the yeah, it matches so well up with the movie and the spirit of Nick Cage. Yeah, like I really can guarantee
3: is. you that if Applied Materials were an actual like Netflix series or something, Nic- if you ask Nicolas Cage to be a perpetually on fire, like 50 something priest with screaming ghosts around him made of ash, he would totally say yes.
1: Now, I, have you seen Mandy? Because Mandy's a lot like that.
3: I've had Mandy yeah. recommended to me a few times
1: Mandy's uh, really good it's a, yes. a really good flick I'll have that's, to. it's a slow a- burn for the first half like first like 45 minutes are a little bit slow but I swear just hold on at an hour and like 20 minutes there's a chainsaw fight it's
0: worth it's, it. it it's <laughs> literally <laughs> like it's like a roller coaster that starts with taking you up really really high so you're just sitting there
3: like I'll have to uh, give her to watch one of these Dave and it's then now fantastic. he is definitely in, on my to-do list. And I think his latest outing now is in a video game, <laughs> uh, a very well-known horror video game called Dead by Daylight.
4: I was about to say, oh, he oh was he's a a really?
3: going yeah, to be a new, one of the new survivors in Dead by Daylight for some fucking reason.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe that game good. won't be dead anymore.
0: So back to Applied Materials... That's so much as I will sit and talk to Nick Cage all day because the man is in in enigma of talent and chaos. He's um, um, everybody's
3: favorite ed- Coppola cousin. Uh, <laughs> would you would you say he's an enigma? Ed-
1: oh. Uh-
3: <laughs> Please kill
1: me. I, I love I love those. I just I, I I love doing that. Like at work, I'll just like find a, a random thing and just like keep rolling with it. Like today we were rotating, and I was I looked over at my girlfriend who also works with me, and I goes Hey, hey, uh, so do, do you know what it is when you like take your male friends and you turn them? And she's like, No. I was like, That's brotation. does that. <laughs> she she fires back and she's like, Well, what do you call it when you like turn your uh, your fire hose? around and i was like i, I don't know she's like flotation <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: love this i love, I love, love doing this. that love that that's love just that's Obviously, how we
1: entertain ourselves
2: it sounds like you would fall directly into the orpheus fan server perfectly with all yeah, yeah from would. what i've heard yeah. Half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, I actually forgot to say the one thing that isn't a spoiler about my character, but yeah, is Go ahead. she is in a codependent relationship with her girlfriend.
1: Okay. <laughs> Incredibly right. codependent. Is it healthily codependent or like uh, unhealthy codependency? Um, hmm. Well,
2: yeah. Uh, the backstory on <laughs> uh,
1: Okay, <laughs> that's, that's all the answer hmm. I need.
2: <laughs> Grew up and became a medium first, but everyone thought she probably had schizophrenia or some other thing that had her hallucinating. Sure. And sure. The her itch. best friend who was on her side, no matter what, growing up, was her now girlfriend, uh, Jessica. Trauma bond. love it. the way that the two of them work well together is... Jessica never shuts up. So basically, Jesse just stands there and listens to her and everyone assumes the different reactions she has to, you know, the random person running down the street on fire or someone who jumped out of a building or some spirit trying to talk to her is her girlfriend. And they, when they're together, that's all the time. But also, because of that closeness, Jesse's entire way of being is to protect her. Uh, I said her name's Jessica. Her girlfriend's name is Jennifer.
4: (laughs) Ah, yes. The curse of two very similar J names. (laughs) Not the first time you've experienced that. Nope. You know, those are the but, hazards of
0: a lot of gay relationships. Like, I had friends who were both named John, and it's like, come on. <laughs>
1: like That's yeah, uh, it's right. actually kind of sweet, in a way. I kind of, you know, I kind of yeah. think that's sweet.
0: So that brings me to a question for DJ, actually. Um, so, DJ, since these are all, like, kind of fairly independent, and I haven't gotten super fa- far into the show yet, are you, without too much of a spoiler or whatever, um, are you building towards something more of like a crossover, like a big old Avenger style finale? Or do you have anything in mind like that? Or are I we can just gonna kinda...
3: say without a shadow of a doubt, not mentioning any direct story details, mm-hmm. that that's already happened. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Because um, the way that I run the show is... Such that what you're listening to now is actually not current content. Current content is uh, stuff that I've already finished editing and uploading and scheduling and stuff like that. Sure. That is for the future. And uh, so that whole sort of convergence of the multiple uh, story arcs is something that I've planned for well in advance. Nice. Because I knew I had to bring all of these people together somehow. Sure. And so the way that I did it was that I wanted to pull them all together in a way that it would tie them to the investigation of this evil corporation applied materials and sure. at the same time still be unique and different in their own ways. So they so I had them as employees and agents of the Orpheus organization go off and investigate different sort of splinter companies. Mm-hmm. Not really, not really sponsor companies, more like companies under the same umbrella as that corporate as that right. one big mega corporation. That's just so the five materials
0: yeah. being like your through line, your shield, if you will.
3: Pretty much, yeah. That one unifying uh, evil villain, as mm-hmm. it were, because they are very much evil in this not like the actual <laughs> real-life company that manufactures electronics, as I found out like six after. months into the show. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I was going
4: to up, going
3: to try to break that
4: up by the end, but we can't monetize this because applied materials apparently does exist. Yeah. I, and <laughs> it I mean, not be the way else, evil, maybe. who
0: knows? It's you already know? I, under I, I obvious protocol, right? Like, so, you know. <laughs>
3: I could just like go out of my apartment and walk five minutes down the road and knock on their door here and ask them hey are you evil <laughs> I mean yeah I mean you, uh,
4: take a GoPro with you record it, it it'll be great
3: oh god it'll go viral that's like, the final surge
4: for Applied Materials you, <laughs> you have to actually getting up and asking
3: it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know, like, as, as, Connor, as Connor put it I can't monetize this show because the real Applied Materials will sue me into the fucking ground
0: for sure <laughs>
3: uh but yeah that's 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 pretty much how i've been handling the show each group of players has their own uh agenda and investigation if they will and slowly the story will start to bring them together uh in terms of actually like recording and scheduling and stuff like that that has already happened they've already been brought together and okay in july i do believe i am going to be starting to record the first of the new sessions where i've put all of my players into a single group stirred the pot a little and then just pulled out names from a hat Nice and uh, see who's uh go see who it's, it's gonna be new groups now. They're gonna be new groups now, pretty much.
4: I forget have you have you aired the giant d-gloved penis yet, or is that still to come? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, once more, uh, uh, clear uh, into the mic. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, no, it hasn't aired
4: yet. The giant away. degloved penis spewing veins. Obviously, Caleb. Uh, it's, so you it's... guys
0: go. You guys go to uh, a Jewish-owned area. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I, oh, I couldn't that's, even that's
0: think that's of amazing. the name of the pla- the synagogue. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <a synagogue>. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, desperately, <laughs> the Jewish church. <laughs> you
2: know, Jewish the- church. Jewish
0: church. <laughs> <laughs> all I could think of was rabbi. I was you're, like, not, don't, you're not wrong. Don't, don't don't say go to the I rabbi. Said, that's <laughs> bad.
1: <laughs> we are oh, reverent to all faiths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I'm
0: equally irreverent to them all, so it's fine. Uh yes. so on that then is there <clears throat> is there a good jumping in point for getting onto like the story that's coming out now uh for people who may want a more casual listen and don't want to actually go through like eighty plus episodes. I was talking to Rob oh, about Jesus this. Christ. You know, is there uh
3: So, pretty much. Or,
0: like, or I guess maybe, maybe, maybe let me rephrase the question. If you had to, if you knew you had one opportunity, right, to play an episode for somebody with no context and they, and and show them why they should listen to the show, what episode would that be for each of you?
2: Oh, I know immediately. I would go first. The South Africa episodes. Okay. What You get Wine
1: Mom, and I love her so much. What? Hey, I had oh, a wine it? mom character.
4: I love that. Oh, you what, mean? What oh that? Jonah, right. Yes. Uh, that would be Wildcard, I believe. Um, I'm in that one as well. In this one instead,
2: Father Clearwater shows you exactly how problematic it can be when you are unstable and a pyrokinetic.
4: Yeah, I
1: have... Yeah. In an Look. area prone to wildfires, oh no! <laughs> well, hey.
2: when, when everyone's locked inside of a building that they cannot escape <clears throat> from, for reasons.
4: Yeah, no, that's fun. I've invited many a African office worker to Sunday service, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is uh, certainly an enthusiasm for something that I... Yeah. Um. More seriously, on the note, on the tone of the questions that you asked for, if I had to recommend at least an early season arc to someone, I'd probably recommend. I'd say Hollywood is bleeding. Honestly, it's very good fun. Has some creative use of abilities. It's always very funny to listen to a character who you have not met yet. But I am I allowed to describe Caspian DJ in very uh-huh. big terms? Okay.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Go ahead and describe Caspian. Yes.
4: So, so, you are aware in Orpheus that there's an archetype called true faith, yes? Uh, you know, related to our religion and the worship of something. Okay. So someone looked at that and went, I'm going to make a Scientologist.
2: <laughs> it, is Fantastic. It, is, it is exactly Fantastic. what you think.
4: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, The player in question is playing, I believe, a True Faith Medium, who is... uh, No, Uh, I believe it is
3: Medium. Yeah, yeah, True Faith Medium, you're right, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's amazing. Uh, Assisted by alien ghosts and (laughs) satans.
3: Yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, the whole concept for for that character, Caspian, is like, uh, when the player talked to me, was essentially, hey, so, Scientology's real, (laughs) alien ghosts are real. Sure. Sure. I, and and my character is going to be this rich, this rich fucker who can see ghosts. Okay. Who's also because a Scientologist. Te-
2: <laughs> because technically at Orpheus, all of them are real. Yeah. Which means every version is real. Which means your personal Jesus is real.
4: Yeah. And apparently that does include a couple of alien ghosts. I <laughs> still have questions about those that I will never learn the answer to, I think.
1: <laughs> Going back to the question on the religion, does that also mean that, like, it, like, if I worship uh, Grimace from like the McDonald's canon, does that mean he exists as well? Or... Probably.
2: Yes. Okay. Cool. He can help you. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, hamburgers all the time. <laughs> yes.
4: Uh, I bathe in the purple blood of my enemies. Grimace yes. is. A, don't be ridiculous. Grimace is a Nephilim werewolf build, not a true face. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> be
2: not of his friend. followers, but his followers, though.
4: So, DJ, well, what would true, you say? True. One must worship the carnal display of purple violence one
0: sees. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great album name: "Carnal Display of Purple Violence."
3: Yeah, that sounds like the name that sounds like the name, but it's, it, it sounds like 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 post-punk
4: i think i have that album actually oh god <laughs> uh you had
3: a question for me uh, uh you just didn't you didn't
0: get a chance to answer the question uh, was, yeah, uh, what yeah what my, would you
3: say would be a good jump in point oh jesus christ um i think that a good jump in point for people who want the vibe of the campaign on a whole as well as a bunch of interesting characters they can check out goliath because that is my uh so far my one and only full europe uh cell okay so gotcha. uh, that particular group of players is all european friends of mine
2: okay. is that your group
3: yep pretty much uh, yeah may and Erki. i think it's and uh yeah my my my, my good friend my good friend laurie who uh uh R- y- urine and renee are in the netherlands and then Laurie's is in finland good good laurie thank you yeah i have a i have a global cast i've got people in europe i've got people in britain that's so amazing uh, i am so myself cool. am in southeast asia <laughs> Phenomenal.
1: That's so and cool. does that Do you find that that helps like bring like a bunch of different archetypes to like, you know, obviously it's a bunch of different perspectives. Oh, that's a, like, yeah, that's a great question. Does everybody still kind of gravitate to like one thing or is everybody kind of super spread out? I haven't made it super far. Oh, into the show, a
0: think. lot of actual we, we are plays very... are just like a bunch of American people, you know.
3: I mean, my cast is two is American, but we are very spread out. I've got a bunch of very talented and very creative players, I can say. We have we, we, uh, the characters here run the gamut from honestly believable to Gonzo out there mm-hmm. to everything in between.
1: Oh, I can yeah the the, the world of shenaniganry that is at your feet uh, it boggles the mind. It's such I, an awesome so fan base that's so active and vibrant.
3: And all of this spawned from me wanting to write an Orpheus campaign. Yep. that's awesome. It spawned from so awesome. Terror in the Skies, which is. If if I ever run this game for you, it is essentially a choose-your-own-adventure. I roll a dice beforehand and I will never know what the result is of, or oh. what you're going to face until you actually play. Oh nice. Phenomenal. Love those. Yeah.
4: And there are some people in the community who do run good one-shots. Uh, Chanel with her tower, uh, I believe Jonah will still run Don't Look, Don't Listen.
3: Yes, yep. I think he will. Yeah, if you if you ever get the chance to play Don't Look, Don't Listen. Uh, Don't so-
2: say anything. You can't spoil that one. I refuse oh, yeah. to let you do it. I go into that blind and pay
4: for it. A weeping I go angel's into it blind, pay, it. pay for it. Human flesh is a good thing to consume in that scenario. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice. And uh, consider all avenues. Sometimes, uh, sometimes peace is the uh, better option, sometimes running away is the better option
2: yeah that's that's probably the smart one, See, this, is, one this is why
3: i love tabletop role-playing games so much <laughs>
4: oh that's um cool. speaking of which uh how far have the both of you gotten within the podcast or Orpheus proper
0: sorry well i mean i does probably doesn't matter because cons- i don't know we don't know
1: how far i've are listened gone. to more of you guys than them if i'm if i'm, if I'm gonna be that is a, that, that I've is listened
3: a heartwarming a compliment them, but-, but also you should totally go listen to the main show no yeah.
1: Know, no yeah it was <laughs> you guys are easier to access i like to get it on my apple podcast uh, and just listen to it uh, in right. my ears well, at work as a I, I to get back to the first one on that I had to go like through a weird like website or we are, I, it wasn't working on my phone.
0: We are directly oh responsible for them being on Spotify because when Rob came on I was like, Bro, bro, why aren't you on Spotify? What the fuck? <laughs> but
4: okay. oh, well in which case here i'll start i'll just start lying to you about future seasons uh pierce fucks darren nasty style uh oh. that was <laughs> in a shocking scene that, no, i, I, I saw, saw that i don't coming. know how
1: much of a lie that is though <laughs> i like, saw that coming yeah. what makes it nasty awful. style hold up pause what makes it nasty style or is that just <laughs> any style <laughs> oh,
4: well man. you see you have to remove a couple ribs first and just kind of like Oh, the hole. Marilyn Manson special, and okay. and then
2: remember that Darren did actually become
4: a furry like in part. real life. Oh, really? yes, exactly. Yes, yes, he did. No, <laughs> look, buddy, I I don't know how to break this to you. That man fucked that bull. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boilers for season three. Okay,
0: Caleb, I believe has uh, a very special uh, quandary question for
1: us to Please. sort of sort of
0: okay. take yeah, us okay. out, so and then we might talk a bit, a little bit about favorite
1: games. I have, uh, I have two questions. Let's get to the 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 one that's kind of repl- uh, related to like you know the improv thing. Uh, would you prefer? as a classic. Would you rather? Okay. Would you mm-hmm. rather be a magical stag? Uh, with uh, magical stag powers flowing around in the uh, in the woods in a fantasy in a realm with a thirty ah! percent chance thirty percent chance of being hunted and uh, having you know having your entrails removed as part of a uh, some sort of blood ritual or would you rather be a dragon and you get a hundred years of being the top the top dragon I was going to say the top dog, so the top dog dragon <laughs> top, top dragon dog. Uh, with a 95% chance of after that 100 years, uh, of having a knight show up and, uh, disemboweling you. So there you go. There's your, your, you know,
2: I, I'm sorry. I laughed so hard, but one of the games that Connor is actually in that I ran, um, some of that was similar. Phenomenal.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so then is that, is that going to be your answer then Connor? Oh, you turn into I'm going to be the stag. stag. I'm just telling oh, you're the stag. Okay, the stag. because
2: I have, I have, I have made that character, and he is terrifying.
4: <laughs> okay, cool. Uh- I think that I'll personally just take the dragon, because I'm not living longer than a hundred years anyway. Okay. Uh, this knight okay. gets to be my equivalent of old age, frankly. And okay. hey, if I don't, uh, I can just fuck off and live on the moon somewhere. What's that knight <laughs> gonna do? Build a spaceship? Fuck you!
3: <laughs> I love that. Um, I pick the dragon, but for totally different reasons, because okay. I've seen Princess Mononoke, I know how that shit ends, so <laughs> I'm not gonna subject myself to being a magical stag in a forest because you know that's fair. J- that's a fair point. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I because I'm gonna get shot. <laughs> I'd, 30% I'd rather. Thirty be... ch-
1: percent chance.
3: <laughs> Thirty percent happens chance, all the time.
1: Like, yeah, that's a true. pretty yes, high
2: chance. But you still get to be a fae creature. I'm gonna stand by mine. You get to be a fae creature that fucks with humanity and all other creatures that made the very. Silly mistake of walking into the forest. Because we For all know how while. bad
3: because you all know how bad the Feywild is.
4: Yeah. I look, I'm sticking with Dragon, because uh one notable factor about being a stack is that you do not you are not a person, and dragons are at least known to take on people shapes. I'd like know, to keep enjoying that. people delights. You know what? That's fair. That that's it's a very hard point. to hold also, a blue yeti with
0: hooves. Dragon it's penis.
4: Just,
2: this, this also falls into the fact that Connor may be one of the few people in the server that isn't a furry, so that is an issue for you. Listen, it's I'm not a so furry, so like but I
0: have seen dragon dongs.
4: All right, yeah. I get ads for those. <laughs> be inter- and I'm <laughs> I'll just be scared. very honest. Look... Uh, Josiah, I'm going to be very honest with you that is one of the unfortunate side effects, I will have to rectify that with as much draconic magic as I can, give me my human dick back, goddammit
1: (laughs) Was it proportional or was it the same size that it was so it's just giant dragon human size (laughs) Oh god Is that how? Yes. I'm gonna that because well, it's funnier. Yes, line from uh, God Emperor of Dune. Stop looking for my gross
4: protuberance. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> Caleb, this is that just that just that question just felt like a very pointed way to ask who is a furry and who is a scaly. In this
1: I, I, I did not mean to, did not mean it to come out like that. I was I was wandering around trying to think of a jo- uh, of something to ask, and Josiah was like, "What about a would you rather?" and I was like, "What." Well, it's a fan, you know, we all kind of like connected to fantasy a little bit. We'll go with that. I do have like one more question because I didn't oh, get that. To-
0: Cock ring of transmogrification to turn your dragon penis back into human penis. That is
4: all. Hi, Continue. how do you delete other people's audio tracks?
3: <laughs> 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 oh. oh, dear. Poor sweet Cotter. That's poor funny. Sweet, <laughs> poor, <sweet innocent laughs> See, this, is, this is what I put my players through yes
2: <laughs> we are this unhinged all the time yeah if, hey, if, if your group is really good at editing dj yeah. is very good at editing around or crazy
4: yeah, there's quite a significant off-camera blooper reel that'll most likely never see of oh, yeah. day. Oh, oh yeah. I get I
1: mean, you it. I mean, we have so many blooper reels on ours. Like one of our episodes has an eight-minute blooper reel. So the other question is it's based you know, it's like um comes with a story. I'm in the well, like the pork capital of the world is which is rural Minnesota. Like a lot of like, especially the US, a lot of the it pork. Sounds comes it sounds
3: awfully delicious.
1: Uh it stinks. It's terrible. I work by a bunch of hog confinements and I hate oh. it. Oh, that's not good. It's not great, <laughs> but it smells uh, it smells pretty bad. Uh but they had the town I'm staying at had something called hot dog days. Um or a hot dog dash, excuse me. So today for dinner I had three non-standard uh hot dog flavors, hot dog combinations and I was going to see if any unglubbed? of you could get anywhere near the hairbrain shit I have put in my mouth today. Uh, okay, so wild hot dog combo. Wild hot dog combos, and then so like we, uh, you know, it'll be warmer. You know, we can do a warmer cold situation. Or I can just tell you if you got close. So,
3: are we talking about like the like what the meat inside the hot dogs themselves? Or no, are the like hot dog, hot dog itself coffee?
1: at every place was a standard hot dog. It was okay, non standard. Combined non standard. Oh, okay. okay. Toppings, right? Topings. Was there a pineapple on it? Was there a pineapple it was, on it? There was no pineapple. Oh, uh, the, I guess the place one. with the pineapple a sold out before I got there. I guess oh, they okay. didn't. They ran out of. Uh, <laughs>
0: That
1: barbecue pineapple—that could be really good. Uh, I'm in. I'll a- uh, answer that question by saying I'm in rural Minnesota. <laughs> Oh, there was right no then. fruit. That's fair.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go uh, out on a limb
1: Rudolph. here. Wasabi? Wasabi uh, would have been great. But, oh, wait. Creamed. Uh, no. sushi. Creamed corn. Creamed
4: corn. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, shit you not, I'm pretty sure I saw somebody with creamed corn in a hot dog bun, but I don't Sheesh. know where they got it from. Why? I think they brought it from home. Cream I also saw somebody with a, uh, with a hot dog bun filled with french fries. Was like nothing on them, just dry French fries oh on a hot gosh. dog.
4: <laughs> was there a hot dog that was a giant hot dog cut open with just a roll of bread nestled inside? The reverse dog. That's an <laughs> interesting <laughs> uh, think of.
2: That is. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, a dog. Like a that's a taco dog hot dog. dog. Like they have all the stuff for a taco uh, been, on top a good, of a hot. Actually, yeah, there was a place with it, the. Uh, hot uh, show. Show.
1: They called it a walking taco hot dog. Uh, I, they ran out before I could get there. Dude, I you said love a "walking taco," and I'm like,
2: "walking taco." Yeah, a, walk, a, walk, a walking taco was like pretty close,
1: right? So okay. the three, the three combination. I had a chi, uh, a brisket chili dog, which is oh, uh, that's okay. the most normal right. of the group brisket chili so dog
2: they had really good brisket with chili and then yeah, on a hot dog,
1: the, on hot dog is- with yeah on a hot dog with hot dog bun and oh for like onions and relish on top fantastic they called okay. it a steakhouse dog not exactly sure why uh the next one i had was a pizza okay. dog which was okay. Pizza they toasted it in like a, like a, right there in front of me, toasted it, put it, the, put the dog down, put pepperoni on top of that, mozzarella, uh, bacon, and um, marinara sauce. What? And the weirdest one by far was something called a cinema dog, which was a hot dog with uh, what was it? It was chocolate syrup, caramel oh, yeah. syrup, and crushed oh, yeah. up uh, popcorn on top a cinema okay. dog okay oh, why i don't know about and, uh, that <laughs> honestly oh, other than the chili dog it was my favorite <laughs> oh no yeah. oh man oh, i don't know about that oh, shit no. man <laughs> and i asked i asked the people who were giving them out i was like to so you the, have you tried to yet and they're like no nah, i don't think i want to and i was what? like oh this is, this is either gonna be terrible or great and mm-hmm. i asked so i was like well, what happened? Like, why is like what? Where did this come from? And one guy just gets like a really far off look in his eyes, and he goes, "Well, my boss has these ha- hairbrained ideas. I think he's on the pot."
2: <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> I get that.
0: <laughs> he's managing pot, a theater. A of course, he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus Christ.
2: So, well, yeah, I was I, thinking when you said that you were going to say something like kimchi and like that but then you said minnesota i'm like that might be
1: oh man a kimchi hot dog i think would would rock my face entirely off
0: delicious absolutely well i'm starving now i i
3: i i am so desperately wishing i had food (laughs) right
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> i made dinner last night and i cook for uh army so i still have food today I no, all right well let's um, go ahead and i just go wanted
1: to see and- if you guys would get anywhere close and like pretty close like, with a couple of the options that i didn't get to the chance to try it's just that's uh, that one with hot with the the hot dog with the the popcorn on it i was like i cannot go through tonight without mentioning this this monstrosity that i've decided to make my dinner
3: <laughs> I, I have a recommendation for you if you'd like to check that out on youtube uh oh? binging with babish did a video where he tried to recreate the dessert dogs from the simpsons and i think oh. quite oh, pretty interesting.
1: okay i'm, I'm typing yeah. that in right now Binging yeah, with a babush
3: yeah, Binging with Babbage dessert, yeah, dessert Dogs from The Simpsons.
1: Phenomenal. I'll have to watch that. That's that, right. uh, honestly doesn't look too bad.
0: Let's go ahead and take it out with one last question. Uh, everybody give me uh, – obviously, everyone here is fan uh, fans of the Orpheus Protocol since that's clearly how you guys have met and built this fantastic community. Hmm. Other than the Orpheus Protocol available now, uh, what is one um, RPG or board game that's a personal favorite? Uh, let's start with um, Chanel.
2: Okay, so there's a lot. Um, I I I'm not going to be slim this down, so I'll give you my top three. Okay, uh, and we've played a lot of these together. Um, so you and I have Marcus. I don't remember. No, uh, Orpheus Crew.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha
2: we do sometimes (laughs) side quests away from Morpheus. it's not common but every once in a while um red market is one of my favorites because i do kind of go towards the horror side of things sure uh and that one is fun with that and (coughs) um connor what was the game that you did
4: um, oh, Unknown Armies? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> that was going to be on my list, too. Uh, one of my first... Of how unhinged that was. Yeah, I wish I thought that... My partially. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were the most canon-compliant character in that entire goddamn group. Somehow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was also going to put that on my own list, if I am to be honest. Uh, what was the name Indiana, one more time? Though. Uh, unknown armies. Unknown armies, okay. Yeah.
0: And, and are these both uh these are both RPGs, I, not board games or anything?
4: Yes. Yeah. I believe yeah. Red Markets is a more of a financial horror game about the zombie <laughs> apocalypse and if I wanted financial horror, I dick. just
0: pull up my checking yeah. account.
4: Yeah, hey. about the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and the crushing amount of debt that you are all under. So uh, awesome. walk out into the zombie-infested zones and get some money, bitch. Don't okay. get bitten, or you're yeah. fucked. And that's fantastic. That that's really great. cool. Yeah, yeah That's and why I love that one. Unknown, yeah, armies, great. unknown Armies is more of a, I believe, a anthropocentric uh, horror game working off of I almost old... Uh, you know, ever heard of the Discordia movement? Everything is true, nothing in, is permitted. All that. Just an assumption that all ills cosmically are ultimately sprung from the human mind and condition. And that manifests in the 333 Jungian archetypes being literal gods walking around. Okay. And if you're obsessed oh. with the topic enough, you can turn it into magic. Okay. And that's most of really, really cool. Yeah. That sounds, like
3: a, that sounds like a game I need to add to my library. Li- my library, Yeah, it's yeah.
4: quite fun. And, um, well, some of the previous classes <laughs> of magics known have been in the past portomancy, and the ability to gain magic <laughs> through worship of your body, through self-harm, it's one of those very 90s games. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. I can't exactly recommend to everyone.
0: That wasn't cool, or that was still fine back then. That's not so cool now.
4: I don't know that it was yeah. fine. I mean, <laughs> know. for <I mean, laughs> By they, updated. they updated for the 2020s by removing that stuff mm-hmm. for the third edition, but it's still an interesting system, and I think it's genuinely quite fun if I could only wrap my head around how I run it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: isn't, that, that, isn't that the worst? Is like, I love this game. I have no idea how it works.
4: I love this game. I can never show this game to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose that's uh, if you don't have a third one to go over, Chanel. Um, I, could I go. do,
2: but it's just because uh, my first ever DM back in college didn't really have a system he preferred exactly, but what he did do a lot of was um, the uh, BISM D20 system. Oh! And I. Yeah adore that still mm-hmm. because it has a fond part of my heart where we were just rolling dice and hoping because <laughs> mm-hmm. it has no no real structure it's not like mm-hmm. any a lot of other games where it's like this is what you're doing, you can push, throw any world into it and here's maybe some rules that might help you, you. and mm-hmm. I love that. That's my
0: favorite kind
4: of game. I like the freedom of it Yeah, Yeah Um if I may as well go next, I've already partially gone through my first one. I'd also <laughs> have to give my top three um, with the first one is unknown armies. I've already covered that. Um, unfortunately, I'm trying to think of more pertinent ones and they're only deeply esoteric. So I'd have to say uh glitch uh, tale of the knot by uh, Jenna Moraine, a interesting games designer I call it a game. It is there's no it's diceless first off, so uh, yeah, and it's it's difficult to get a sell on. But I suppose an easy one would be the player characters are meant to be specifically retired former Void beasts who have sworn off trying to destroy the world and are going through rehab. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Um
4: <laughs> that's it's a, oh, wow,
1: this sounds really cool.
4: It's yeah. strange. Um and uh the XP system is fucky and the actual uh declaration of actions comes through spending your own brain power on not fucking up basic trivial tasks. Okay. And uh isn't that just like everyday life? Yes, and the only stat that every stat, most of the stats are designed around uh, using your fucked up void powers to do things, and then there's one stat for being a normal, mundane person. And that costs significantly more XP to raise than every other stat. That's fun. That's the kind of game it's trying to be. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
3: Phenomenal. Yeah,
4: and I... I mean, I've never really played them, but I've always had a fond spot in my heart for the old uh, White Wolf, World of Darkness, Mage Ascension oh, yeah. and Awakening games uh, It just seems like some lovely nonsense I'd like to play in a run I'd, lo- I'd love to argue bullshit for 20 hours and roll some dice in order to set a man on fire from halfway across the town <laughs>
0: And roll like 27 D10s because that's, that's a White Wolf game
4: Absolutely. Oh. We have the internet now. It's much easier to do that. Yeah, but the internet doesn't go clickety-clackety
0: in my hands, is the thing.
3: <laughs> the tactile sensation. Yeah. Yeah, it is very, something very special. Yeah. Uh... Talking about my tabletop role-playing games is like asking a dragon to describe each and every coin in its hoard. (laughs) Uh, Because what I like to do is I like to hoard tabletop role-playing games like a dragon with coins. Um, Talking about my... I I suppose if you're all doing top threes. um, My top three tabletop role-playing games other than Orpheus would be... Well, the first one would be Delta Green because I've been listening to a bunch of Delta Green role-plays, actual plays, as well as uh, playing... Uh, A little bit of Impossible Landscapes.
4: Hi, I'm running that one. It's taken a turn into a conversion into Orpheus because I enjoy giving people dumb shit to do with their superpowers.
2: (laughs) Ironically, I've never actually played a Delta Green game. I have listened to them, but I've never had a chance to play one.
3: It's so much fun. I am actually thinking of writing up uh, a one-shot <coughs> in Delta Green just to play. Uh, but uh, keeping back, going, going back on topic, uh, Delta Green is one of my favorites. Uh, other ones that uh, the two more that I can, that I really like, that I have uh, gotten into recently. One of them is called Broken Tales, and it runs off of the Monad Ecosystem. Uh, essentially, it is a game about fairy tales where h ch- uh it is about a child that had that made a wish okay for every villain in every fairy tale to have their day and so oh. the world broke the villains of fairy tales are now the heroes okay and the heroes are now the villains
0: interesting that's a very fun take yeah, also that kid so is the fucking whole- awesome that's a rad kid yeah.
3: <laughs> the, the the whole world and idea revolves around uh, you existing in 19th century, uh, I think, Britain or something. Oh, rad. Okay. And you essentially are playing the like the personification or the manifestation of these uh, classic fairy tales slash mythology villains. And one That's of the examples fun. they give is actually a character that is uh, embodying Captain Hook. That's super fun. And they are essentially they're, they are hero characters. They are people who are supposed to be saving the day from the people who would be the actual the heroes of the story. Like one of the one of the villains in the introductory campaign that I saw and read was the Red Riding Hood. Yeah. And she's the villain of all things. I don't know how and you Red
0: Riding Hood being the villain. I feel like it's. I mean, I, I'd be interested to see. I guess. How I do you like not easy to make child, child.
1: hoarding all the cookies, taking the makes- grandma doesn't exist. Her grandma you know, doesn't want the cookies. Her diabetes. Come on.
3: You know that uh, one. You know that one vine that was about. You know what's worse than a than a, an R word? A child. No. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That.
4: (laughs) I was going to say, I've seen Red Riding Hood in enough pieces of media to know that there's absolutely uh, some Red Hood uh, PMC going on somewhere. Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, I could see you twisting that because I one of my other small obsessions is reading completely like (laughs) nonsense. Um, What are they called? Um, Atome Ezekai manga and manhwa and all that and there's a entire genre called basically uh villainous flips and it turns out that the good person that everyone's like oh they're so innocent and wonderful is evil so it's the white lotus trope
0: Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could see you doing
2: that. that with her. that Like, realistically, she goes out into the woods, but, and everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet little girl, going to grandma's yeah. house. And then it turns out she's the one that knocked off yes. grandma and blamed <laughs> the wolf and started. <laughs> an do you think's written in grandma's, of grandma's of will. i getting
1: ponderously close to the plot of Hoodwinked. Uh, hoodwinked <laughs> is hood fucking hood-winked. awesome. I, for the, I did I love forget that, that too. <laughs>
0: I I don't think that that's actually the plot, though, because isn't she the good guy? Easily
3: Andy Dick's best role. That's my hot take for the (laughs) night. And and the other game that I uh, want desperately to get into is uh, another case. Because uh, if you haven't noticed a trend, most of my games come from Kickstarter. Um, That's the best one. uh, It's called Brindlewood Bay. And it oh. is an Eldritch horror investigation game where okay. you play little old grannies in a little knitting club oh, in a town called fun. in a coastal town called Brindlewood Bay. And I've actually heard of this one. Yeah. Yeah, you investigate mysteries as a sweet little old lady that slowly invest and like discovers and tries to stop evil, unencroachable horrors from beyond the veil. And it's really cool. And I want to play a game in it. <laughs> that sounds fun.
1: That sounds really yeah. dope
3: yeah like I think it finished on Kickstarter like a couple of months ago, and I got and I, and I backed it just in time to get an early access copy. It looks so good. Well,
0: nice. it's one that you'd have to play tangibly and in person, but I recommend since we're all horror fans, the game is called Horrified. It's uh, tabletop, not not role playing, just a board game. But it's classic monsters from like classic horror movies and you move characters around the map, characters from the movies, and you have to achieve certain objectives on this board to uh defeat the monsters. And it's very fun and it's it's uh it's a good time for like, you know, three to eight people or something like that, especially if you're a classic I've watched Watch someone play
3: this on YouTube. Yeah. It's, cool. hmm.
1: it's it's yeah, an good you game. guys ever participate in like uh one pages or because uh, oh, that's yes. personally like where my my because I've got the ADHD and the one page has really helped like focus the ADHD down. Because OK, I,
2: lasers uh, and feelings, yeah. if we're going into that, yeah. we, just, uh,
1: we actually just recorded, uh, just at, recorded at, at this time. And it's and not feelings. released yet, but we actually just recorded a lasers and feelings. Uh, and
2: episode. one of my favorite people in the uh, Orpheus fan gaming server is Yoreen, and she does honey heist a couple times a year. Oh, yeah. and They're always oh. great.
4: Oh, yeah, I right. Uh yeah, if you'd to get some, if DJ had done this with the Europe people, she probably would have been here. Lovely person. Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: <sighs> See, I've been trying yet. to play the the Honey Heist, but uh, we keep ending up on uh, on other things. I, I, we'll get Josiah to do yes, it
0: eventually. I, I've, I, I'm i concerned from a production standpoint that Honey Heist has been played out a little bit on some other shows, and that's I've, I've tried to avoid the ones that I feel like, you know. But, hey.
1: I get it. Yeah, it's a fun that's game. Simple.
0: Don't get me wrong. I just don't know that there's right. a point in us recording playing it, you know?
1: Yeah. But like, you know, also we what we which one did we do? Uh, the other one we did with uh, uh, the witch house is the witch's house. Yeah. Yeah. That, house one was really one. that was really fun. Yeah, that's a
0: fun and one. And then we
1: did get to back in December, get to do a live recording where we played uh, Aw dang Mothman won't move out. He said it was just going to be for the weekend, but he's been here for three weeks
2: that is the is one I haven't the- heard of before but that sounds cool it,
1: that one's that- worth a google it's very goofy it's very because I'm kind of a silly goose at heart uh <laughs> it's very it's very fast paced, very uh, very goofy again just to just to lay that on there it's very uh, silly uh, that was great. there's
2: one that you guys because you know the games might know that I've been thinking of while we've been talking about this but I can't remember the name of it uh it's basically a game where everyone, occupies one character's body oh everyone
0: yeah is, is it really called like everyone everyone is john, is john. Yeah.
2: yes everyone is yes.
0: john okay yeah that's
2: i haven't played I it loved, but i've and heard of someone that someone did a orpheus version of that oh my gosh oh, that's fantastic.
4: Right. everyone was pierce
1: oh god <laughs> of course,
4: <laughs> of course oh right forgot about that no, oh, nobody. No. Like the thing about everyone is Pierce is that nobody should want to be Pierce. I liked Pierce, but like, I haven't gotten to his I, worst stuff yet. I, thank you,
2: and I. That
4: is true, I.
2: I am one of the few. I guess you could call it Pierce <coughs> apologists. It's Stan. not that I don't think he was messed up. It's that I understood every step he took.
4: Oh, my no, brain was no, no. very much in his way. No, no, no. I do every too. I perfectly week. understand him, but I will condemn myself as much as I will him. <laughs> I will throw. I will take us both under the bus. Oh, <laughs> all right. Wait, let's no, all, like that one. T. Let's
0: go ahead and wrap this up. We're looking at a, 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 about an hour and twenty. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do a little test for Rob here. Everybody uh, leave Rob a little message at the end here on your way out the door and we'll see if he catches them. So DJ, what you got?
3: Uh Don't stop making Orpheus until the story is done. It is an amazing show. Keep making it. And whatever project you move on to from there, I will support you with my heart and also my wallet. That's so fucking
0: sweet. Oh my gosh. And DJ, where can people find you online if you would like them to? Or where can they find the show?
3: Uh, People can find me online at either... a. uh, at applied mats on twitter for the uh, podcast or okay. you can find me at dj atomica plays on twitter for my twitch gaming stuff awesome awesome what you been playing on twitch recently uh i've been uh i just finished uh blasphemous on tuesday that is such a good good metroidvania very very symbolic and like uh, very heavy with the Christian symbolism. I okay. highly recommend it. Okay. It's it is full on religious horror. It's really yeah, good. Okay.
4: it is quite good. I, Blasphemous is a good game. I can appreciate it. Please ignore the fact that Father Adam Clearwater is endorsing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Go ahead and leave us. Uh, what's your message for uh, for Rob K- uh, Connor?
4: Please, God, let us legally purchase the book. I want to give you money. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs>
4: you can
0: give money keep... at patreon.com you... slash Orpheus Protocol.
4: Oh, no, I missed the Kickstarter a long time ago. Well, but they have a Patreon, <laughs> though. Oh, I yeah, know. And I w- will be feeding them money as soon as I get a steadily paying job but as it stands I'm being constantly taunted by people sending me fragmented screenshots of things I would love to put into builds mm. and I can't anyway <laughs> there's some leaks in
0: your ship Rob there's some leaks in your ship
4: Okay, Ooh, don't let them know that uh, <laughs> cut that <laughs> yes, please. that's my but message we, for you Rob I would like to stay on the regular server please <laughs> Should uh, know
2: What would I say to Rob? Uh At some point, give us an end to this epic. I love it, but it feels a little bit like One Piece sometimes.
4: A little <laughs> bit. Mm-hmm. A little oh, bit. Buddy, I hate to break this to you, but after Mitch became Monkey D. Luffy, it just became One Piece, and you know I mean, this. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, something
2: something, something. Yeah,
4: two
1: hundred episodes. <laughs> uh <laughs> hey, no, really wait how many episodes does one piece have
3: uh over a thousand at this yes. point Jesus. And, and probably, I, yeah
2: i could see rob doing that though Orphys, i could see that
4: orpheus oh. probably won't crack 400 for this project now if they rob makes a sequel or a separate project, that will probably hit
3: a thousand. Orpheus Protocol to right. Electric Boogaloo.
0: Connor Connor, and Chanel, okay. where can people find you online? Oh. Um, hmm. if, if you want. Uh, you well,
4: uh,
2: I am horrible at social media, full disclosure. Um, the only reason why I know what my Twitter is, is because I uh, Connor reminded me I probably would need that information for this.
0: Gotcha. So
2: I have social <laughs> media, but it kinda exists as a nebulous. And I just looked on there mm. and realized, oh, it's been since February, since last time I even put down a meme. <laughs> However, mm. I am technically, technically, I am at quit. Um, I am Beetlejuice online and my at is Weird and nerdy, and instead of a I, uh, the weird has
4: a one in it. Okay, <laughs> of course, and you, you can, can find me also on Instagram. Instagram. Sorry, I was just you gonna say you me.
0: can also plug the Orpheus Discord or wherever it is that you guys like hang out for anyone well, yes, else listening I, to
2: this. I basically do live on the Orpheus Discord, not so much lately because life's been a little wild. But um, the Orpheus gaming server or fan gaming server is. Just where I exist. And I'm always open to play a game if anyone wants to run one with me.
4: I have so many. And they're all so much fun. You do have a variety of one-shots, of which I've only died in two. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mandelbrot. That's uh, M-A-N-D-E-1-B-R-0-T. Um and that's about it i'm not particularly active on uh, given social media and of course you can find me in the orpheus uh, protocol main or fan server if you Actually, want to ask me questions or convince me to spoil the entirety of the rest of the uh, applied materials plot? Doesn't sound
3: because like that too, too
4: much about things.
3: <laughs> All right. uh, hey, 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 Connor, the things that I tell you are just a fraction of what I've written.
4: Oh, I know. He's hoping you'll leak it. <laughs> Look, buddy, I know well that you There's have made the metal house. gear There's of Orpheus' campaign. Yes.
3: I I don't know about the Metal Gear or Orpheus campaigns, but I I, I am trying my best to write something similar.
4: Yeah. I would say that you certainly veer more to military fiction than the main line podcast, certainly.
0: All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and thank you guys very much for joining tonight. It's great
1: talking with y'all. Yeah. Of course.
0: And it's very. For everyone who joined us, just remember this is just a small portion of the cast for Applied Materials. There's uh, over 18 people now, it sounds like, and multiple different story arcs going on, uh, which I dig. That's something we're doing on Droughtland. Each book is an independent arc. We're coming up on the finale for book one right now. and um, In Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> shut Nobody <laughs> asked you.
1: And we've
0: done a couple of specials and everything. Uh, yeah, book one was supposed to be a three-part, so he always gives me a hard time when, about when that.
1: He, when he pitched book one to me, he was like, yeah, it'll be like three, four sessions. And we're on episode... <laughs>
0: 32 right now so anyway i appreciate you guys thanks everybody at home for joining the music's coming up now normally liz is here to say in a really high-pitched voice thank you and good night so instead i'm going to say thank you and good night